1: Whoa, I cut out a little bit, but it's okay. We're here at uh, Z Hollywood. We've got Geekscape coming at you guys for the next 50 uh, or so minutes. If you guys are longtime time Geekscapists, you know what this is about. We're going to talk genre stuff, movies, video games, comics, television, on the road to San Diego Comic-Con this summer, where you can find us at booth 3919. And uh, maybe we'll have some friends there promoting, doing some signings. And, of course, you can go pick up a little Geekscape t-shirt and be a walking billboard for us there in the uh, streets of San Diego. So uh, as we make our road to... Comic Con. This is a pretty good place to start. Um, I want to introduce my co-host, Kenny Craig. Hello, Jonathan. He's them. here. He loves talking movies, video games, and comic books. Um, and of course, we always have guest co-hosts every week, uh, and this week is no different. We have our good friend David Dean Boutrell I was close. It's Boutrell. Bo-trell, uh, who's been on the show before, so I, sh- I-, I should have said Botrell. Our good friend, David. It needed a little. It needed a little. David Hyde It needed a little. It needed a little.
3: needed a little. a
1: little. It needed a little. a little thing. It needed a little. You know, I need a little French quarter yeah, it going on. Yeah, yeah, Boutrell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. I looked at him and I was like, this is a man of distinction. more Boutrell is like. A man, man. What it is yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: I was like, no, no, no. That's like man.
3: This man, somebody. Uh,
1: yeah, David Dean Bittrell is back. He's got SciFest LA, which is the big uh, theater thing. Uh, he was here last year, guys, remember? Shake it out. Shake out those memories. Uh, he was here with Tim Russ from uh, Star Trek, and they were talking about this, uh, I guess it's a month-long celebration of science fiction, but theatrically, mm. uh, at the Acme Theater on La Brea here in Los Angeles. So if you're in Los Angeles, definitely check it out. I went to uh, one of the nights, and I was completely blown away by it um it's like five or six mini plays and they all have pretty marquee talent uh behind them and in them and i know i had a blast and here is the real litmus test i brought my wife who enjoys science fiction um neither of us are big theater goers and we were like hey they came on geekscape they right. promoted it i love zach gruber the person who was uh, the pr person i said let's go uh, our friends, uh, a lot of GeekScape, ex-GeekScape guests were in it, so we went and we had a blast, and she had a blast. Whoa! It totally won her over. Um, I had a lot of fun, and it was a mix of, um, you know, comedy, some horror, some existentialism. Uh, it really got the, it really got the little gray matter moving up there, like any good sci-fi, but also taught us a little bit about ourselves. <laughs> and it's back. So uh, David's back on the show, but also Jack Kenny's here who's directing one of the shows this year. I
0: am, and yeah. co-wrote. And co-wrote, and co-wrote wrote it? Shows, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, you guys may know him from uh, shows like Book of Daniel. He was the uh, showrunner on Warehouse 13, and he's done some writing on one of my favorite shows. It is one of my favorite shows, is uh, Falling Skies.
3: Yeah, same here.
1: You know, so... Uh, you great show. show. Well, well, listen, you guys are back for the third year of SciFest.
2: We are. We it's- couldn't... get <laughs> We didn't get enough in the first two David years, is, so we're back David for year barely, three. He's barely
0: standing. I David am barely I was standing. Up three
2: o'clock in the morning last <laughs> night, sending emails that I should have sent two weeks ago.
1: I
0: thought
2: this thing was gonna kill him last year. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and, and <laughs> rem- look at me.
2: I also
1: remember telling Dave, like, "Hey, for those people who love science fiction but maybe aren't in LA, like, is there any chance that they can experience SciFest?" If-? And he and he's like, "Well, not long after, he's on Geekscape." we find out about CyFest London. What? And all these different
2: Sci-fest expansions. CyFest <laughs> London. Let's talk about that for a second. CyFest London did happen, but before it happened, they decided they wanted their own name. So what is that about?
3: It, it, it's like Jonathan London. He wants exactly. his own goddamn last exactly. name. Yeah, it's yeah. But, or, but, but listen. This is this just happening at your house? It's just the <laughs> well, CyFest London, London residence. London if, house, if I'm the guy yeah. who
1: renames it, it's London. Oh, London. <laughs> I just take the O and I turn it into a... You.
2: No. Mm. Right, Mr. Butcher. Is there un. any tell day yes. or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. on there? as well? yeah. So anyway, so they did their thing, and we're doing ours in L.A. And if you're anywhere in Southern California, come and see us because we're about to open on May 5th.
1: Well, do, do you want any, uh, you know, any chance that maybe uh, we do like a like a Edinburgh festival sci fest version, and uh, maybe start encroaching on
3: that territory yeah. to the south? Well, you
2: know, that's been talked about. The problem is we are so big; right. it's like a big circus. You hear that, so, London?
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's right, man. Take uh, that
2: exactly. So it, it's kind of a big show to take on the road because we sure. got like 45 between 45 and 60 actors in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of it, it really is a festival right. in the same way that Sundance is a festival, or that you know, you name pick one, Tribeca is a festival, or uh, South by Southwest. Wow, this just and we're not on doable. that scale at all, but <laughs> but we're <laughs> just getting there. like a
3: lack of motivation. Right. What are you talking about? You, <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, I'm hearing, hearing a lot of, of big camp. trucks. I'm hearing a lot of excuses. sir. Yeah of uh, uh, solutions.
1: Well, I mean, till then, you guys just have to come to LA. Uh, obviously, if you guys come to LA, you can sit and watch Geekscape, and then maybe that following weekend, you guys can go down to the Acme Theater and watch these plays. Um,. How, how, how has this thing grown in a year? Because you were here last year. How like what would you say are the major changes? A couple this ways.
2: Year? Yeah, a couple of ways. One of them is just the the scope of the shows. Each year the shows get better. Like the scripts get better. We last year we sort of wished upon a star for for more shows that really kind of challenged us and pushed us, and <laughs> our our wish was answered. And so yeah, uh, how many scripts like did you get last year? Remember 50. that we got like about 600 yeah. last year for and ten for 10 slots, yeah. ten slots. Yeah, yeah. So uh, something similar came at us this year, but we got some really wonderful material and all of which like demands like creatures and special effects and all kinds of things that we didn't have to do as much of last Mm -hmm. year. So we have definitely pushed that whole envelope forward a little bit, which is pretty exciting for us. And it's been also really challenging because we're a small operation, but we pride ourselves on doing really good work. You guys had a,
1: a, one of them last year that was amazing. I thought it was one of the coolest. Sh- it would have made an amazing short film. I think all of them would have made an uh, amazing short film. One of them films. was turned into an amazing yeah, short film. Yeah, yeah. The, the one with the, like, it's, it's these tourists and they pull off to the side of like the oh, yeah. desert out in like, middle of nowhere. Right. But there's been an alien crash landing and the aliens are there. And it's like, oh, we just want to see the aliens and yeah. these uh, kind of backwoods people. It's a desert. Hills Have Eyes, almost. Got it. They would have bred with the Hills Have Eyes people. They would have actually helped the gene pool, but uh, they're, they're like an extension from the Hills Have Eyes, right, and they're right. running this "come see the alien" thing out in the desert, mm-hmm. and the tourists are being led. And I don't want to spoil for you, but it was awesome because you guys built an alien. I know. And the little, you're watching it, and the whole and you you put yourself in the in the shoes of these people, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'm not a tourist, but I get it. I get the narrative. I want to see the damn alien too. And then you get to see the alien, and I
2: thought it was pretty impressive. Thank you. Thanks. That was one of those things where when that play wound up on the table and we said, well, we want to produce this, that was the first question is like, well, who's going to build this alien? And then we thought, we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. Someone will know Everyone how to build this. Everyone can do yeah. it. And uh, the woman Most who it was designed our it, aliens. It, yeah. Melissa Doss, uh, worked for Jim Henson uh, and was on that. Actually, she was on that uh, show, The Creature uh, Challenge, The Jim Henson Creature uh, Challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was a finalist on that and then went to work for the company for a little while. And so anyway, she came in and created that creature, and it was... It was a lot of work, but boy, when it came on stage and it got entrance applause, that made it all worthwhile. It's pretty you know? awesome. It was a pretty cool-looking thing. And then some of
1: them go a bit minimalist. Like there was one where uh, I thought this was awesome. I thought the writing was probably the best one of the ones that I saw. The, the writing here was, it was just really good. The, the one about the uh, prison warden or the executioner. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was that was, uh, a... that was phenomenal. Thank that you. That was Thanks. just really good writing. Was a great and the performances. Script. Have to, you know, you're not going loud. You know, with theater they're inherent challenges that don't lend themselves to things like television because we love explosions on our television. We love these big sweeping things with our science fiction. Our science fiction, a friend of mine was arguing Fantastic Four, why don't we do it as a miniseries? I said, no, I'm not putting a Jack Kirby image on a TV screen. I'm putting it on a giant screen like science fiction often lends itself to that. But some of these plays
2: uh, the, 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 they, they, they pull inward, and like that's one of them. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the beauty of this, I think, is we get to do a lot of different kinds of material because science fiction is actually a pretty big tent, so right. Like you were mentioning earlier, there are a lot of different genres that sort of fit under it, like superheroes fit under it, right. and some some horror stuff fits under it, and some just kind of mind-bending stuff. Kenny, some erotic
3: fiction. Y- yes, yes. That, that's my favorite yeah. part. That f- as long yeah. as it's in the future, then it's science fiction. <laughs> as long as it's set in 2017, science fiction erotica. <laughs> and, exactly. Uh,
2: uh, but that's the great part. We get to do a lot of different kinds of stuff. Some of it is just pure, like you know, crazy entertainment, and some of it is a little more challenging. Like mm-hmm. we have a really cool play this year called Prayerville that is basically about war. Mm-hmm. It's about the cost of war, and it is really challenging and interesting. And it just happens to be a war on a planet in the future, but it's the same issues that we face now.
1: And isn't that inherent in like all great science fiction? That it has some form of commentary with us. Um, Jack, how
0: did you get involved? I know you've been involved uh, since the first year, right? Yeah, I, I, well, David and I have been known each other since like the early 30s, and um, we <laughs> used, used to be a 20s. together. So you guys want to see out, some sci fest yeah. vaudeville? He came out, uh, we came out in the, during the during the Great Dust Bowl, <laughs> sure. uh, you know, the, uh, and then we came out together in a covered wagon. But he, uh, so when David started this, I mean, I I kind of got involved in science fiction with Warehouse 13. That was uh-huh. my first entree into sci-fi. And um, David had uh, come to me with, you know, ideas for TV series, and, and he said, oh, "How about, a, how about a, a science fiction festival?" And, and I was like, "Well, go, yeah, that sounds cool." And and he really, I mean, he is a magician because he makes this thing happen out of out of out of thin air every mm-hmm. year, and and uh, and it really does, and it's it's taking its toll. He's, <laughs> he's only 22. So David David asked me to direct one of the first ones first year. Sorry, you were going to... You, you No,
1: were, I was going to say, like we have the video proof from last year to see how much he's aged. Yeah,
0: it's like it's like watching a president, right? They get right. gray and they they, they crumble. In right. eight years, yeah, the they first, become... Yeah, the
3: first four years looks fantastic. Looks and the next then all four of the a sudden, years they get is, just like... Oh, I don't yeah. remember collecting reggae. But did you end the, up
0: directing one in the first year? I directed year? one of the yeah. first year that J.P. Nickel wrote, who was one of my writers on Warehouse 13. And it was a complete coincidence. David didn't know that... I knew JP and and uh, is it, I hear a, a, a is that me? Yeah, is, is, is that it, the uh, the microphone should or should is I do it... something? Oh, it's the it's the should I take this off?
1: He's been he's been like like uh, I haven't with touched it. I'm it. I'm gonna, I, I, I haven't, we'll I haven't see,
0: touched it. anything. I'll, we'll I'll just sit here quietly. Continues. I won't move. I'll speak and only my mouth will. Move. You know
1: what? Uh, Jack is half
0: robotics. Is that that might be? I have radio anywhere? signals. You, you think okay. you, you think you're kidding? I have a fake knee and a fake Anyway, um, and I'm wearing the no. So I um. I, I, mean, I did that first year. So last year, I was a strictly an audience member, and this year, David uh, came to me to direct again, and I ended up actually uh, uh, co-adapting this Clive Barker story uh, for uh, one of the one acts. And uh, I, it's, a sec- my, it's my second Clive Barker experience this year, so it's— it's. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, I, 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 had, to ad- I had to adapt uh, Weave World uh, for the CW, which they didn't end up shooting. Uh, but it's kind of—I'm it's. It, it, I'm not sure it, Weave World is a TV show. That's um, a
1: pretty intricate yeah, like, yeah. tapestry you guys are trying to... As like, it I were, mean, yeah. And, and, I mean, I, I've been watching Shannara on, on you know, the, the, really? the Terry Brooks stuff, uh, the Shannara Chronicles yeah. on MTV. And I've been watching it, and uh it works. I mean, I think for MTV, you have to start skewing things a little bit towards uh, elves looking longingly into each other's eyes. Yeah, yes. and, and, <laughs> and, and they work yeah. out
0: a lot. They've got good yeah. abs That's a major guns. But at the sure. end of
1: the day, you know... Um, it's a challenge. Um, we're going to take a quick break to do a Station ID here at uh, Z Hollywood. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more with uh, Jack and David about SciFest and I guess the the, the making of this thing and uh, what to expect this year. I think that's what I want to find out because yeah. I'm definitely going to attend. Uh, hang with us, Geekscapists. We'll be right back here on Z Hollywood. No. All right. No. Oh, now we're back freedom! here on Geekscape. Freedom! Yes. Um a- our mics, yes.
3: but they will never uh, take our freedom.
1: Uh, We're back, and we're talking to um, Jack and Dave about SciFest. 2016. Um, where can they get tickets? Because I know it's at the Acme Theater, and I like just walking up because I'm, an, I'm a Los Angelino. but if somebody comes out from out of town,
2: or they want to buy tickets in advance, and this thing does sell out, yeah. where's the best place to find it? At the website. Uh, everything goes through the website now. It's it's totally, you know, we're totally internet folks now. So yeah. it's www.scifestla.com And that's SCI dot com.
1: And um, I remember last year seeing, uh, like a like a Clive Barker mm-hmm. play, uh, uh, our friend Yuri Lowenthal was in that one, mm-hmm. yep. and then there was also a Neil Gaiman play, like what, what are some mm-hmm. of the, the writing talents?
2: That well you guys I'll tell have you both, uh, thank God, uh, we had a happy relationship with both of those writers and they gave us material again this year, and one of those plays is The Yattering and Jack, uh-huh. and that coincident. speaking of Jack, yeah. uh, was co-adapted by our own Jack Kenny who's also directing it. Oh awesome, uh, so we're and, has a magnificent and that's the Wes Craven one? That's, isn't, the, isn't that's
0: that the, Clive the Clive Barker one. The yeah. Clive and Barker one. It's, uh, it's Peter McKenzie, mm-hmm. who plays the uh, white boss on Blackish. Yeah. And Allison Scagliotti from Warehouse 13 yep. and Stitchers. And uh, 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 Mark Povanelli and uh, Bruno Oliver. It's a great cast. I mean, it's really fun.
1: So, you've worked with some of these folks in the past? I,
0: I have. I have indeed. Get yeah. the band
1: and, back together. And, and you can Absolutely. actually get tickets
0: for this weekend. We have previews. The opening night for evening A is May 5th, and evening B is May 12th, but yeah. we have previews this Saturday and Sunday. I uh, did not know that. Well, wait, yes. is, it, is it
3: like preview as in you get to see parts of no, all no, of the them? No, the <laughs> no, the whole thing. Yeah. And Here comes a, the
1: cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 You're like, that,
3: that's a big <laughs> no, deal but for the things will artists. go wrong. Things are going to go wrong. Things
0: are going to go wrong. It's going to be because that's it's our first nice. time in front of an
3: audience. People may die, Kenny. Yes. All right, I'm in.
0: I'm in. I'm in. But how, you can't pass up watching someone die live on stage. My, if, if people die, it's fine. I just don't want any of the comedy to die. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> as long as people life. laugh as when they, they die, that's great. Die. What the audience do? <laughs> they die yes. funny. It, well, yeah, uh, like a tear comes out <laughs> of yeah, It's guy. like this
3: Indian the this, single. <laughs> this, this is the most beautiful. This is what I'm going to remember. Uh, you guys remember
0: that commercial? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Neither wow. of you were alive. Eagle Eye Co-
3: uh, Cody? Yeah.
0: Were either of you alive when it was on? No. I think it aired in 74.
1: I was born in 78. Oh. But the Eagle Eye Cody stuff was...
0: Oh, yeah, oh, my yeah. God. More start...
1: 78. We talk about fictitious characters all the time on
0: this show. I graduated from high school in 76. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's what we were talking about before with Star Wars. Yeah, if you'd
1: immediately so. gotten into business, I could have been your son.
0: Hmm. Yeah, if you were a little quicker. no, you could have been my son in 78. I was, I was on that side of the fence in 78. You might be my son. You might, you might be like, like you know, then yeah. you would have been my son. Yeah, yeah, I Today, you'll be my toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have him shaved and taken to my tent. Yeah. <laughs> i I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I, I, I tried. I, I gave it the old college try. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. it was a different climate. It was a different right? Yeah, yeah exa- exactly. Then And you had to test the waters. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes,
3: with, exactly. With with anything I could find. Exactly. And, right. you know. I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about, Mom and Dad. Stop listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um. Was there? A, so just talking. I mean, talking about that aspect of it. We talk about sci- science fiction, uh, paralleling, uh, society, our own existence, et cetera, et cetera But is there? A place for like gay commentary in science fiction. What's like the best? There is what, if I'm involved. Yeah, I mean, what, what's like the best source <laughs> of that? better Cause, be because it feels like it feels like the, the the greater pop culture is just now starting to realize that this is something that 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 has an audience. Well, it's
0: interesting because you know, Clive you know? Barker is gay, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't, Neil isn't right. No, no, Neil is straight. Right. But um, and Clive Barker, my God, has a quite a following. And no, I think you know the thing is um uh. At least when I grew up, gay, uh, the, the gay life was very much the outsider, the outcast, the, uh, the uh, people looking in. I mean, we were looking into the real society of the normals. Sure. And to a certain extent, geeks are the same way. Geeks are, are outsiders looking right. in. Not anymore. It's changing. Right. I mean, the world is changing, and, and I mean, just look at the look at the television landscape. It's it's l- literally 40% sci-fi now. Right. Yeah. And so so we're taking over.
1: Because yeah. you
0: know it's it's a uh, you know. I mean, Geek it, at Comic
1: Con this year, they're going to actually integrate the uh, science fiction and fantasy restrooms.
0: Oh, yeah, really? they're going to let wow. science. Yeah,
1: they're going to the let robots go go Aliens like, use
0: God. human restrooms yeah. or do you have <laughs> to use the restroom of the planet you were born? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you not to... sure. I mean, who I mean, in North Carolina, you do, you can't. Talking about like the right. whole North Carolina exactly. controversy is yeah. like, exactly. Who's checking that stuff? Yeah. Like right. honestly, like Hold on a second. Right. Flap. <laughs> you no, know, you're good. I go. want <laughs> to molest little boys, so I'm going to have my sex changed in order to do it. I don't yeah. think anybody <laughs> knows. Those are just committed individuals. Yeah, that's somebody That's some crazy commitment. That's
2: Where's the conviction? There was a a story about a week ago about some very kind of, you know, solidly built lady with a short haircut. Are you saying fat? I, mean, I would never say <laughs> yeah, that. You can Stop just say, you know what, I'll I'll that. be
3: your translator. But, uh, fat.
2: She was booted out of a restroom in North Carolina. A female they, restroom. A female restroom because they thought she was a man.
3: That's so fucked up. But she Who's was in neither. there booting people That's so fucked yeah. up. Somebody, somebody, and involved. who could have taken her? And who doesn't want to look at a penis in, in case she was a man? Even if you're a chick, you're like, yeah. It's like if you're a guy, a girl goes in the restroom, you don't care. We're totally working our way towards one restroom. Yeah that's fine with me I and grew then, up with one restroom yeah. in my house it's like, yeah exactly <laughs> I mean,
1: I, we didn't have any problems yeah exactly. I had two
3: sisters and yeah. a mother that's yeah. crazy yeah
1: yeah there has to be a, uh, a a science fiction version of this like I mean yeah, we should do one
0: next year we should we do a restroom play that just idea. seems we like we'll do the men's room oh we will <laughs> we'll doesn't, doesn't it just room. seem like like I'll if there's I'll a I'll scanner or something yeah. Yeah. like there's a scanner or something but it's like bodily scanner who
3: knows they have in TSA already well they
1: I mean they had it in in one of my favorite science fiction movies a total recall. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Hell yeah.
0: Two weeks.
1: Two weeks. <laughs> uh, get ready for a surprise. <laughs> Open your mind quick.
2: I mean I, I will well, I'll tell you one of the things that I actually coming back to that, one of the things yeah. I love about science fiction in general is since this thing started, I've been sort of bombarded with scripts and ideas for scripts and ideas mm-hmm. for every conceivable thing. And the, the vast array of viewpoints is fantastic. Mm-hmm. One of the things I also love about this festival is because it's science fiction, I have incredible freedom in terms of like diversity and casting. Yeah, it's like
3: it's. You can do a, anything you want. I right kind of yeah. Can. Yeah. And, it, cool. and
2: it's wonderful because I get to include all these people. We have an actor in the festival this year who is an understudy and also plays a small role in one of the shows who, because of an accident, does not have his hands hmm. any longer. He has the hooks. Mm-hmm. And I'm so. And this is not a guy who gets to work a lot. You know right. I mean? But in the world of science fiction and in a Neil Gaiman story, it fits right in. Wow. I mean, it's kind of fantastic. Not only does he get
1: to act, he gets to act in... Like, Neil Gaiman words get to come out of his mouth. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so
2: got to be the brass is, ring and, for a lot of different it, actors. And we we're able to do that in a lot of different areas. We're, yeah. uh, we're able to include a lot of different kinds of actors in these worlds and have it be a completely natural transition. And it's kind of fantastic, I do love that about it but in and again in, in terms of the material i get all kinds of things now from every perspective every
0: every what's the worst thing you've read, <laughs> what's uh, the uh, thing read? yeah
3: what's the worst thing
0: i did send in a script the name of the writer and the town they're from um, yeah can you do that
1: like uh, kenny wrote something called yeah, booger yeah, I, monster I, I, it was last I, week i loved it I, I wrote, it. It, uh, wrote I loved it it's the one
0: that it came
3: over it. It, cra- it was in crayon yeah. Yeah. did you get it yeah, i did I did. it was great it was great i loved it uh it was in splatter no i wrote it in splatter paint okay i just put it on this the spin art thing and that's yeah, my script. Um,
2: as I'm sure Jack knows uh, the, the most painful ones are the ones that are uh, the title page says it's a comedy oh, and no. then you mm, bet yes. a page
3: into it and like it's Whoa. not. It's like someone saying hey yeah. guys you want to hear this really funny story? Right. Okay right. great right. go right. on. You better yeah. fucking live right, up right, to right. it. That's I got a yeah. funny
0: pitch I got a funny pitch and you are like, oh don't say that <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't don't say that. Don't say I have a you know.' What's hey, the best approach? I'll just tell you a pitch. story and you decide whether or not what it is. Here's a pitch. I've been a Writers Room for 25 years now and you know, that's the worst way to open up. And you have to have saves, too. Are you, you guys to ready a, to laugh? To Roll save? up the sleeves? Yeah. Sleeve? yeah. You, have to pitch, you have to be able to pitch your pitch. And like, she says, that's not a hat. That's a lampshade. and Or something else. Right. Yeah. Or she says something <laughs> else that would be equally as funny but not as unfunny as yeah. that. Keep it you open. Have, <laughs> yeah, you have to have <laughs> right. your saves. You
1: allow the save. other writers in the room to find themselves yeah. in your material. <laughs> and be like, oh, here we go. Let's, let's draw from all the multiple talents. Uh, well, okay. I'm thinking about getting tickets to A, tickets to B. Which, B. which one do you suggest? Don't, don't forget e. about okay. B. Okay, a B? is very important, but B. B, you think? Yes. Okay. Well, my place in Evening
0: B, you miserable. All
1: yes, right. so. B is. And there's previews this weekend? Saturday there night. Are. Saturday night is the B this preview? Saturday
2: night is the B preview. Okay, okay. Well, and Sunday Game night. of Thrones. And so Sunday I guess we're going to hear it. Which is, I know is a little weird, but this is Sci-Fest. We do right. things weirdly. Uh, but, yeah, Saturday night and Sunday night at 8 p.m. at the Acme. And these are, the, again, the preview performances. This right. is our
0: First time. First audience. I want to see somebody right. mangle. You yeah. will. Uh, see, I want to see some shit. You'll see some shit. So you'll you'll have a, a you... there's a thresher in my play, and someone's going to fall in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <I'm laughs> and and you, you may have a lot
3: more actors that have no hands after That's <laughs> true. There's that going to be true. a lot more work. Can Can he, he, if we're talking about this, like, I'm thinking. Throw me in, coach. I think we're going to get
1: to an audition, man.
3: Like, well, what is, what does that actor play? The the one that
0: you
1: does can play like hand. the Clint Howard little kid from from Star Trek. Remember, <laughs>
3: well,
1: like like when Clint Howard was in Star Trek, uh,
3: he nope. played that
1: little brain. Th- like, remember Clint Howard when he was in Star Trek? Like you can play like something
3: yeah, like that. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. What do you think? Do a little laugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like you remember that laugh that was in that episode? I, I, no, I Howard. That's the, the only thing I remember from the yeah, Clint yeah, Howard you, episode. You're like I, right, I remember that up. one episode. No, he had his little demonic laugh. No, which which turned out to just be Clint Howard's laugh but well, i'd like, love that the levy, google is that
0: exploding right now with yeah. people searching <laughs> yeah. like howard, no. Stark. howard well this is geekscape it? the audience is like we oh know yes exactly what you're talking, exactly we're talking right. about you kenny know, how do you, you not know this right. you, are you are no
1: longer it. allowed
0: to Those post the show it's their phone it's their phone ring yeah
1: <laughs> well um we, we are going to pause here for a little bit but um but what kind of talent do we get in in b or a or really are there ticket packages for both do you get well, a discount if you get both?
2: Uh, you know, sadly you don't because our ticket price is so low already. We're that Practically we a, giving it away. We are practically giving these shows away, yeah. but it's it's sure easy to buy them online right. at www.sci-festla.com. And you guys have to be in LA. I mean, you know, we only
1: we only live stream GeekScape. We don't. We not that gonna you,
3: live stream the. Thank the God
1: that you started the with a www
0: because yeah, I was. People I, I don't did. know that. I did. And, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. I sometimes <laughs> I forget the www we're giving away our <laughs> and image. Google.
0: You go to the Google and you I, type I, I, the, w, the H-T-T-P, colon, backslash, backslash, I'm not quite sure. Kenny, I'm going to start, for next year's Fest. Yeah. I'm going to
1: start writing a, a play where they don't put in the WWW. I don't know,
2: man. I won't know what's going on. They the <laughs> yeah. start a singularity.
1: Oh, my God. They start a singularity, and it, like, folds in on it. It's, 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 like, it's like if you go to Google to Google Google. You
3: don't know what it is. I think that ends the world. Holy shit. Yeah,
1: you know what? Host the rest of the show.
3: I'm going to write this down. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Black hole. Yeah, I think Google is HTTP for slash. <laughs> <laughs> Geekscape <laughs> is,
1: uh, we're going to uh, uh, reassess the situation here. We're going to stop here for a uh, Z Hollywood station ID. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more science fiction. Maybe we'll talk about this last Sunday's Game of Thrones, which I guess is on your oh minds because it was the big thing that happened this weekend. Yeah. But hang with us, listen to these little sponsored messages, and we'll be right here on Geekscape, so come back. All right, Geekscapers, we're back. We were just talking about um, Game of Thrones. It uh, premiered, its sixth season, on uh, Sunday, hmm. and it seemed like the entire internet was talking about it, building into it, and then it seemed like immediately upon completion of the East Coast feed, the entire internet ga- for, like just gave no shits about the whole spoiler thing. Right. <laughs> well,
0: he, was, what was a spoiler?
1: Um, I think just that last image of Malisandra yeah, being like, yes. "Hey, I'm gonna take off my amulet," and, and then and surprise, still naked, but old. a thousand N- a naked years butt. Old. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> still like hot. An would long, be. Yeah. I mean, an
0: hour long previously on? It just,
1: did feel it like, like it kinda. had to touch on every single character that was big in season five, and really, what I think everybody wanted was. Is Jon Snow
3: dead? Yeah, what's going and on with Jon Snow? You
1: know what? F you guys. We're not going to answer whether or not he comes back yet, but really I think Bran is the one that I think, yeah. Bran and and Hodor, like we he didn't kind, get any of them on kind of season five.
0: Yeah, they kind of, they, they disappeared for a lot of season five. I, I mean, don't think they see, were
1: ever in season five, they were they? In at all? I don't but, remember. I, like the, I, the, I, end so like the end of season yeah. four was
0: like, the end of season four
1: is like they get to the north part of, they get over the wall, and they get attacked by a bunch of skeletons that come out of the ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they find themselves in like some tree spirit place, and
0: that was it. I say, you know, if I pitched any of that, Could you they, imagine? they'd throw me out of the room.
1: Could you imagine? <laughs> like, if
0: I went and said, well, this is what this because they say, well, why? What's the logic? I don't understand. What that, do you what think
1: I'm... George R. R. Martin, now that we've caught up and actually surpassed in some areas the books, I think in almost all areas we've the TV show has surpassed narratively the books, yeah. uh, what do you think George R. R. Martin is doing right no cuz the criticism is he's not writing.
3: Yeah, oh, he's obviously not writing, but yeah. he's he's probably spending a lot of of uh, his money and um little, yeah. crying at, at the times he's not mm-hmm. buying uh, prostitutes and boats.
0: <laughs> Whoa. George R. R. Martin, big listener of the show by the way. Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> <always thought> he <laughs> he's I like, well, knows, you know, huge fan. Did you see of he
1: opened like a he opened like a uh this weird like rave space museum in in New Mexico? That has like, fluorescent lights, and it's like a multimedia experience, what? and it seems like a museum space. George R. R. Martin started this. Because so we know it. what, wait, wait, he, what it, he's doing it, with his money. Yeah, yeah. Exa-
3: okay. <laughs> I, I guess that's where the prostitutes that yeah. <laughs> fictitiously made up yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where they reside.
1: Currently, he's redrawing the wheel, which is uh, character names. They're, they're going to die if it, uh, the wheel lands on them. So, and <laughs> then, like, yes. like, giant plot twists. And he's just, he's just making a flow it. chart yeah, he just of it. like,
3: yeah, in a wheel on happen. each section of the flow chart of if yes, I'll do z- 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 perfect. Well, well here's the thing he's coming to
0: CyFest this weekend. <laughs> I, I, I hear <laughs> well, he's, I hear he's bought I'll tickets.
1: Tell him. I'll tell him right there. Um, But the, the thing that he's been doing with the episodes is he gets one episode to write each season and he's been augmenting the things that he wrote in the book. So, like, for instance, the okay. Purple Wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, the Red Wedding. It, well, the, the Red purple Wedding, wedding? And, and then the purple one is the one the where Joffrey is poisoned. Oh,
0: but... Is that what it's called? I, I think
1: it was. it was called the Purple Wedding, the one where Joffrey's poisoned. And in that, in that scene, he's killed in a different way than in the book. So, he's using uh, this show to kind of augment his writing and do a little bit of rewriting and say, oh, this works in a little bit more of a circular fashion, Uh okay, I did this this way in the books, but that was years ago, and now that I'm re- able to redo it on the TV show, I think this has a little bit more uh, uh, synchronicity with what I'm doing. Okay, let me change it a little bit. So he's been, but now that we're all caught up, what's he going to do? Is he going to look at how things were done in the show and then be like, I'll change it for the books a little yeah. bit. Like, it's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird when you're writing something concurrently with a different form of it. What is adapting what now?
0: Oh, the well, books just definitely, adapting. It. definitely the, the the show is definitely writing the books now. I'm sure. Right. I mean, they, it has to just because yeah. the those characters want, once actors breathe life and breathe life into them and directors and and the other writers, it's bound to affect where his mind goes and he mm-hmm. thinks of these characters. And an actor, you know, whether he would admit it or not, an actor that he finds <laughs> appealing in a role or a characterization that he finds appealing, he might want to write more towards mm-hmm. that because it's been realized in front of him as opposed to somebody he doesn't like who knows and, yeah but yeah what if he hates it
3: though and he'd write completely like purposely writes it the exact opposite just to screw with everyone that reads both and watches
1: Well I remember uh, Robert Kirkman saying that he killed a major character which I won't say because it was the cliffhanger of this past season of Walking Dead is Robert Kirkman said that he killed him in the comic books because he he was he realized he was never going to be able to write that character as well as they had done so on television. Mm-hmm. Of course, the popular character of Daryl has never been in the Walking Dead comic book. And there was a rumor that maybe he'd slowly add him to the comic book series. Um, the other thing is, I know that um, Brian Lee O'Malley, and um, who did the Scott Pilgrim adaptation, uh, the director, um, who com- I'm completely blanking on, he did Shaun of the Dead.
3: Let me Google it. No, uh, uh, Shane, uh, no.
1: You got it. I, I'm 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 blanking. Sorry, geekscapist I know you're all yelling at me right now. But uh, <laughs> but 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 when they made Scott Pilgrim, they purposely wanted both uh, both of the the comic book and Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Edgar Jesus Wright and Brian, Brian Lee O'Malley were both saying, okay, let's let's make these distinctly different endings. Yeah. And then when Universal actually tested Scott Pilgrim. They weren't happy with the the audience wasn't happy with that ending that the movie was supposed to have that was different than uh-huh. the comic. The Comic hadn't even come out yet. Wow! And they changed it and they both end up with the same girl at the end of both the movie and the comic. So, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? It's common. It's common. It's art. Commenting. Commenting on art. Commenting on art. Commenting on art. Sometimes it comments on life. So
0: that's showbiz.
1: Yeah. If you want art commenting on life. <laughs> Science fiction art coming to your life.
0: Www. Don't forget the h t t p. Side fest. L-A S-C-I-F-E-S-T-L-A dot com There it your is. Tickets and there you go. There it is. This <laughs> Saturday night's God knows what's going to happen show.
3: David, <correlated> it's going to be awesome. Um, How little do you prepare for this Saturday yeah. night? Because do you want stuff to go bad like oh, on no, purpose? No, is that no, part no, of the danger? No, oh, man. You got that. It sounds the most unison you two have been. No, no, no. You know what? Don't
2: tie that down just no, uh, for kicks.
3: It's a big circus with a lot of moving
2: parts. So in order to get those all in sync it we got to like make a few mistakes to kind of figure out what goes where but uh it's always fun and very unpredictable the first time we're up in front of an audience i'll
0: say that you never know what's going to happen for any actor in any play the first time you're hearing an audience you're going to be thrown we had we had just a few laughs the other day when we were running through it and i could tell the actors like oh shit this is funny oh i wasn't prepared for that someone laughed in the middle of my line i mean actually somebody yelled out yes and i'm like it was, like, it was almost like. Was oh, like that's cool. You oh, ever remember that? Yeah, somebody yelled out yes when they, when we over one of the lines and and I think Bruno went. Well, that's right. The people are going to hear this and they're going to react to it. <laughs> we have to prepare ourselves. So there's a level of
1: like organic. Yes, that goes into well, it. Also, is comedy
0: that... is so yeah. audience generated. You know, mm-hmm. audiences tell you what. I was always a comic actor when I was an actor. I'm a comedy writer. I hate the process after a certain point. You know, you get it up on its feet, you look at it, and then you want an audience. More yeah. Because yeah. okay. you got to yeah. know what. They'll tell me what's working and what's not yeah. working. No, sure. I know I what's working based off the laugh track on those TV shows. Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> how I know if something's funny. I Thanks, and Big I'm not going to have a theory. knob in the audience. I'm not going to have a knob. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we never used a laugh track on Titus. I don't yeah. know if you I know Yeah, for, for the Michael time. Titus show. No, no. no. Oh, no, no. What's uh, his, his name? Christopher Titus. Christopher Titus. Oh, there was another Titus. You know,
1: yeah. No, no. Chris, Christopher Titus, who was also in Elephantitis, Killer nope. Clowns from Outer Space. Elephant
0: <laughs> Titus.
3: <You> know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was in Killer Clowns. Yes, you he can, was. If you oh, blink yeah. and miss <laughs> it... Is he really? Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: he's, he's, he's walking in the parking Favorite lot. Favorite horror it, movie? When I was like three.
0: <laughs> um, so so on young. Titus, you guys never had a laugh track? No. I mean, you have to... With every show, you have to sweeten and By that, they mean if you're using one take from one pass and another take from another pass... You have to do something to blend those laughs. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it, it'll jump and be very jarring to listen to because laughs will be different. So they like sweeten a little bit to smooth it out. Sure. But we never added laughs because we always shot Titus in 30 minutes. We shot the whole show in front of the audience in 30 minutes. And was,
1: then you do a second one. And then
0: we did another round. Right. Uh, but most shows don't do that. They take two or three hours to shoot them. But we were able to do it in, in 30 minutes because it always happened on one set. And you just bring uh, in a new studio audience for yeah, No. second we, no yeah. We'd give, give them pizza. Give <laughs> pizza and maybe some beer. Yeah, pizza and a drink. And they're like, yeah, the second episode's even funnier. <laughs> you imagine? Yeah, that's right, baby.
1: That's awesome. Just be like, oh, what you guys just watched, you're going to watch again. Yeah, that's right. Except a little drunker. Yeah,
3: yeah. And <laughs> now
1: you really have to pee. Yeah.
3: So. And you can only pee. Yourselves in. You pay for the bathroom by laughing. Drink down that <laughs> bottle because you're going to be using it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Um so, yes, I, uh, I have. Also, the great part of it, too,
2: is. Unlike, I mean, I love working on TV. It's sure. great. I really do love it. I love what you can do on a TV show or in a movie. But stage is this whole different thing. It's like a concert. Like yeah. it, it's never quite the same any two nights in a row, and, yeah. and you're always working with that group of people that are watching it. And it's it, it's just it's an amazing experience to be yeah. up there actually making it happen. As it is an, an amazing experience to be present when that art is actually made, as mm-hmm. opposed to that art being watching a film of that art that was made somewhere else. Just to be present at the moment of creation is really exciting. It's really yeah. a cool thing to watch it happen. Is there um like what are the the big
1: performances? You know, we mentioned that Yuri and uh, some of our old yeah. friends were in the show
2: this week. Uh, uh, I'm going to use year. my cheat sheet. I'm going to glance yeah, go for down every once in a while, but uh, Dee Wallace, okay. the mom from ET. Yeah. Uh, has a segment in the show that we had to tape because she's a very busy lady making movies. But it's, she is uh, part of one of the cast members. She's an, uh, a character that appears only on this screen. But she also is coming to the festival to read one of the short stories. We have a short story competition, and she's reading in that live oh, on cool. stage. Oh, She might read yours, uh, Kenny. And we,
3: no, no, she's no. no read that one. Uh,
2: Tim Russ is back this year from cool. Star Trek mm-hmm. uh, Voyager. Uh, Azita, I'm going to say her last name carefully, Gananzada. <laughs> From uh, Alphas okay, in yeah. the show. She's an amazing actress. Uh, who else? Jonathan Slavin from Dr. Ken, if you know that show. Yeah. Hilarious, hilarious. It's funny. Uh, Nelson Asensio from Mad TV and The Hunger Games. Um, Amber Montana from The Haunted Hathaways from the Nickelodeon show. Oh, really? Is a kid who grew up with that show. Heather uh, is no. now at the ripe old age of 17. Wow. Uh, and is appearing in one of the shows with us. Uh, Peter McKenzie, who Jack mentioned from Blackish. Uh, and Allison, of course, from Warehouse and also from Stitchers. And, uh, and then, like I said, the, uh, one of the other – this is like the – in terms of the writing talent, in addition to Neil Gaiman and Mr. Kenny here and Clive Barker, out of the blue, for anybody from – who remembers the 70s and 80s, there was a really amazing singer uh, and songwriter, Janice Ian, from that time. And those of us who grew up at that time remember her and her songs like she a folk wrote singer? about – well she was actually a kind of a pop singer at that oh, really? time. All her stuff was kind of folky. Like Tiffany? Uh no, not like, not like <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was, and was nothing her like own Tiffany thing. in the, of the really <laughs> Huge song called At seventeen. Uh-huh. And uh turns out she's also a science fiction writer. What? She gave us one of her short stories, which we adapted into this beautiful play called Prayerville. Uh-huh. And So Janice's is uh, kind the of war wild one. card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But okay. It's beautiful. It's just an amazing. Still play. doing the
1: folk singer thing. It's yeah. like no yeah. war, putting some, <laughs> sure. putting flowers inside of guns. Like That's still right. kind of exactly. doing that same Make thing. Love that exactly.
2: War. Keep the dream alive. And when we come back, I think we got to go in a second. Here, but when we come back, I'd love to talk about the screenplay okay. program and the short films we're showing. All right, um, guys.
1: I'm loving this. I'm definitely going to attend uh, SciFest LA, and um, I'm excited. I, you know, this may be your last year to, to see this because Dave is. Working himself down apart. to the bone on this He's thing. falling
0: apart. <laughs> but for sure, It'll if be you're in L.A. the memorial David Boutreau, <laughs> fest next year. If you're in
1: L.A. and uh, you see yourself in L.A. in May, come get tickets and and, and watch the show. Uh, we'll be right back to talk about it. We're gonna take a little break here on Z Hollywood and uh, stick with us. All right, Kenny will be here when we get back. Maybe. Hey, Geekscape, We're back here on Geekscape, and you know, the show's running. You know, we're we're getting close to the end of the show. But if there's one <laughs> thing that you uh walk away with it said if you're in la here in may come to see you Sci-Fest la guys i i'm i'm not being facetious i had a lot of fun last year and i even learned a little bit about myself and each other um no but I, I really think that some of those plays were really well written and really well done um were there any breakouts maybe from from year one that that now today we're like well you're talking about all this talent we know the name talent but like, whatever came of those plays from year one? Do they just do sci and then die? Like, what happens to these things after they leave sci and you guys give them a platform?
2: Well, you know what? When I first had this idea, one of the first things I thought was, this is a great incubator. It's a great tent out of which things can move and go to other forms of media. And uh, one of the film – sorry, one of the uh, shorts from the first year, one of the short plays – has now become a short film called Future Boyfriend that just killed it at the Tribeca Film Festival. This past
1: wow. weekend or the weekend before, like, Tribeca just ended. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, wow. It's called Emily, Future
0: Boyfriend. Emily Bell and Ron Morehouse were in the movie, and it was written by Vincent uh, – I'll look it up. I can sure.
3: find it. it well, sure, yeah, sure. Go to for, Google, to Google, uh, the Google. directed by yeah. Ben
0: Rock, uh-huh. uh, who
2: also does a lot of design work for us. But it it just – it killed. And so we're really excited about that, and hopefully that's – More of that's going to be happening, plus a couple of the projects are now in some form of development to be films, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. That's crazy. It is. And we also, I think I told you, we started this short story contest, and we're now publishing those short stories, which is kind of cool, and selling them at the festival in this book, this beautifully illustrated book that has all this work from all these amazing comic book artists in it. It's really kind of becoming something... Turning into a little brand here. Well, it's it's turning into a brand, but it's also turning into this kind of wellspring for new material, Mm -hmm. which is kind of exciting for us. And part of, part of that is to sort of let the festival sort of organically become what it's going to become. It started out as just stage shows, and it's turning into something else now. Right. So we're, we're showing Future Boyfriend. We're also showing some other sci-fi shorts at the festival this year. Oh, and, cool. And we have this program called Green Screen, where we're now doing these readings of sci-fi-themed screenplays. Whoa. Okay. Um, that are all kind of innovative, a little out-of-the-box kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And one of the ones we're doing is one called um, The Pilot. These by, are short
1: screenplays? Or no, they're long, feature screenplay. screenplays. Wow. Yeah.
2: And uh, one of them is by a guy named James Darling. It's called *The Pilot* and is about Gene Roddenberry and his struggle to get that *Star Trek* on the air. Wow! Uh-huh. And and having exited that show, thinking that it was cool. a failure at the end. That's yeah. really but cool. It, but it's all about his personal life and his, which was very complicated. And, and when you when you find out about all the women he was involved in, two of which wound up on the show, mm-hmm, working mm-hmm. together every week. Uh, it's pretty interesting, and uh, it's
3: a this how you get into is, television. You know what?
2: That's such a
1: good idea for a movie. Is like, what was Gene Roddenberry's story trying to get? Into I, actually I actually think somebody is doing. Yeah, they I, should, because it's believe. the era of like the 50s and 60s is so rich visually, yeah. and then to add this I mean, this the, kind of drama behind the scenes stuff. It the point is, awesome. if you're coming
0: to LA in May, get a hotel yeah. near the Acme Theater, and you can come and see all of these things. Yeah. you can just spend your whole visit. I mean. Fuck Graumans. who's We've all seen the footprints. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> Sci fest. Can I say fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah, yeah. And guys, uh, it was you, written you by A. Yeah. Vincent Ularich. Thank you. Ularich. And he Thank wrote you. the the play and the short. He wrote, he wrote the, the, play. Short. the play and and I think I the, the, screen the screenplay. Wow. Well. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Did, then, I mean and, did, and, did, you saw the either. short? Did it expand or or like in what ways did they work around the uh, the original theatrical adaptation? They did a
2: beautiful job. Yes. Part of that story is about um, what happened in the past, or I should say in the future, right? What happened in the future? He when comes back, back to the back present. The past. Yeah. So they're jumping they're jumping decades. Okay. And in the in the film, obviously they, they make that visual jump and they do flashbacks, which they weren't able to do on stage. That's cool. But it's really beautifully done. It's so funny and so and the two leads are absolutely charming, man. They're just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I was really thrilled by it. But yeah, That's a lot awesome. of stuff is sort of on its way to becoming something else. They give you a producer credit on this thing? um you know i what's going I, on here i was not a producer on the film and so i can't take that we credit. Got, um, but we're being yeah. credited in the credits as it having originated yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: no, let's, let's get your people on the phone I, i'm not cool no. with this if, Let, if, if i like... can sell it as a tv show david will be on staff there, there we go, go. There we go. An i can guarantee that yeah but they're gonna you saved. know
1: what but they're gonna make you play like a bedpan
0: or something no did come hear on the guys. first like, part come oh, on if i can sell it as a tv show you heard that part right? i did hear that part because that's like a that if is like 40 stories. Well, oh, no, I'm no, sure. no, 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 things no you're are sold about, all yeah. the time. This guy's, yeah. sold this six guy, shows while I was sitting here.
1: Yeah. This guy is bringing you some inexpensive content, and all of a sudden you, these people are using them as a, a stepping stone?
3: Or a bedpan. Oh, it's not you, fair. You, you said bedpan. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> bedpan's fine, but, you, but you're, you stop at stepping stone. This is sci LA. This man made it.
1: Okay? It's true. You, you'd be nowhere without him. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, so so they, they gave you the award from Tribeca? Say it again. I'm kidding. I'm, yeah. messing I'm messing with you. It's like, hey, we heard you on Geekscape. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> I'm just making fun. Okay, if you're if you're uh, doing something good for people, I think that you've done a very good
0: thing on this on this planet. And, uh, and, I and think I think David it's is, cool that David this has is, created an amazing yeah. thing here in LA. I mean, its I, I know it's taken its toll and it'll put him in his grave, but it's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's I'll created I'll be this, remembered. That's I, right. can't he's created this, I can't wait till you're a prop. I can't wait till your corpse remember. is a prop. I mean, you know, how many film festivals are there? There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a thousand film festivals now, there's no play festivals. Right. And there's, I don't know of another, well, no, of a single other was. science fiction play festival ever. But certainly not in LA, and and uh, I even the one in at London low, was no good. I heard it sucked because yeah. they apparently they you know did the wrong stuff and they spelled it LOU. Yeah. But, um,
3: no, weird colors over there. Uh. Yeah, right.
2: And there's something else we're doing too because it's not actually just about plays anymore.
3: It's about content. Yeah, you're right.
2: And uh, like in these short story things, we do this thing that I, I absolutely love, which is called the Tomorrow Prize, which uh-huh. I may have talked about last year. I don't remember. But it is a competition for L.A. high school students yeah, to the write scholarship. a 1,500-word science fiction short story. And uh, we now have a sponsor for that, like a, a corporate sponsor, and we're able to give away a, uh, to the winner a small scholarship. Cool. And So uh, a dollar from every ticket sold at the festival goes to this grant that we give to the winner's high school science department.
0: it's cool. pretty so awesome. Every
2: year we're trying to do a little bit of good out there in the world because it's important, especially for the next generation of people, to be thinking about and writing about and conceptualizing
0: their future. And and let me add too, if you can't come to LA and see SciFest, you can still donate at the same <laughs> right. website. Any amount of money will be will be helpful and useful for us. So please visit uh, SciFestLA.com. With that dash. is uh,
2: very kind of Jack to say because we are not Comic Con. Right. Are, we are oh my God, no. Startup we need you. operation. And on the
1: website, and people can still find can also find information about submitting their own material, right? Oh, of course,
2: yes. yeah. So well, right. uh, uh, we, are, uh, we are not cr- like we are doing the festival right now, right. so submissions will open after this festival is open. So probably this summer will sure. be open for submissions. If yeah.
3: um if someone wants to go to the the, the plays, like what time block, like on uh, for the for the weekend, like how, how long? Sure, we're, could someone uh, set aside for it?
2: Uh, we're there. The shows run Thursday through Saturday mm-hmm. at eight o'clock, and then uh, at on Sunday it's at three p.m. Sure. The show the show is probably about two hours long I
0: think at most yeah all the
2: scripts they're all pretty short that's the beauty of it is they're like these kind of mini Twilight Zones live on stage with all these really cool actors and really well designed I didn't see one that stunk last year
1: but if there is just chill out there's gonna be another one in 15 minutes just relax (laughs) All right. that's our slogan no I I did not find one I I enjoyed (laughs) I enjoyed all all five plays last year uh, which surprises me because again when you go in and there's like a, a, a grab bag of I didn't know what to expect yeah and I ended up liking all five of them for various reasons. Great. Well, come and see, uh, all, 10. Cool. Come and see cool.
2: all 10. That'd be cool. All
1: right. You guys are running till the 30th. Yeah. So I think I'll, I'll have my chance. Um, guys, it's been awesome having oh, you on the show. You. you know what, D- Dave? We've got to have you on for, for your acting work, too. Okay, and great. Thanks. You know, when you're not looking so fatigued. <laughs> you know, Not <laughs> to say you don't look great. It's you. always awesome seeing you. But <laughs> You don't look great,
2: but you look worse. You, you just look like <laughs> a tired version of your handsome self. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know? I'll, I'll be back soon. I'll be back to my old self. Any day now. And of course, Jack, uh, we
1: got to have you back because you I would know, love to we talked back. about SciFest, but you've know you you've been working in TV for 25 plus years. You, you, you've yeah. been in some, involved in some of our favorite shows, like, and you've got opinions about more of them.
0: I do. I have a lot. So we got to have you on the <laughs> yeah. show, brother. And some of them are funny.
1: That'd be awesome. Um, and Kenny, you, you want to co-host next week?
3: Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, you guys, guys do it. I'll, I'll,
1: I'm telling you, halfway through you the show go. each week, I'm thinking like, this is going to be my last show, but... Yeah. Kenny wants to come back, so I'll be here. I just got to keep that kid off the streets, okay, or else he'll get it up to no good. So, Geekscape us, we're going to be here next week, I guess, here on Z Hollywood. Uh, Tell your friends about us. If you need any more Geekscape, we're at geekscape.net, and we're at uh, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff. So, type in Geekscape, find it, and uh, and, and be a part of it. Uh, As always, we love you guys, and we'll be here next week. uh, And check out SciFest LA, okay, guys? Google that. All right? (laughs) Live long and prosper, I guess.